Hey, welcome to Sunday Afternoon Mama, a podcast designed to help you learn to create a calm and joyful atmosphere in your home. I'm your host, Hannah Riddle, a wife, mom, and former teacher living in the Pacific Northwest. I certainly don't have everything figured out, but I hope to encourage and inspire you to be the best mama you can be. Are you ready to jump in? Today, it's just me. In this episode, we'll see how there is purpose in our pain and suffering, learn how the most crushing blows in life can produce gold in us, and you'll hear about a recent Sunday drive that our family took. This is episode 36. Here we go. Well, thank you listeners for tuning in this week. I just wanted to start with sharing a recent Sunday drive that our family took. So we hopped in the car the other day and we took this beautiful drive up into this the rolling hills of the nearby countryside. It was simple but refreshing. We saw goats, cows, old barns, and the most darling white church that I vow to take a picture of next time so that I can show it to you. I will continue to encourage you to take little Saturday adventures and Sunday drives with your family. On a slightly tangent point here, I just wanted to also share that I've been tracking my phone use with the fabulous app called Moment, and I have been experiencing much more victory in this area. I feel like just having the app tracking me, knowing I'm going to have to face the reality at the end of the day by seeing how many times I picked up my phone and how long I spent on it. Wow, it's it's super motivating. On Sundays, I have continued to take a simple phone Sabbath of sorts. And what this typically looks like is that I will maybe take my phone to church and take, you know, a cute picture of the kids or something afterwards. But then I tuck it away when we arrive back home. I don't have it with me at lunch and even throughout the lazy, breezy afternoon. But let me tell you, my worry and stress subside. I feel more clear-headed and I'm able to fully engage and connect with my family. I looked the other day and on one particular Sunday, I had only used or been on my phone for 23 minutes throughout the whole day, which is a huge win because on average, most of us spend multiple hours, you know, by the time you add it all up. And so I know that that was directly correlated to my high level of joy and peace that day. I never want to come across anti-phone or something like my husband often teases me like, wow, you're always talking about the phone. And I don't want to talk about it too much, but my heart is simply this. Because phone use is challenging for me to manage, I just love to share the wins, the moments of overcoming the pull and the draw of my phone or any kind of media. So I just want to encourage you to do the same without guilt or without feeling like you're going to miss out on life. Like it's okay. Taking these breaks is super healthy. So (laughs) that's my heart. I hope that that shines through for you as you listen. Okay, so let's jump into today's topic, which is defining and refining. Now, there are a million directions I could go with this, but here's the roadmap for today. One thing that will steal your joy is if you are unsure and unclear about what you believe and who you are, like what you were created for. I think this world is amazing, but it can be so overwhelming to hear all of the different paths. We like to say paths, you know, that everyone is on and what so-and-so is doing, what they're eating, believing, watching, reading, and how they are exercising, speaking, creating, and working. I find that I have to guard my intake, if that makes sense, of information. Otherwise, I am wide-eyed and stuck on something as basic as what I should eat for lunch, right? I'm stumped. Our foundation, our core beliefs are so vital to everyday joy and peace. If we aren't sure what we are here for, like we're not confident in who we are or what this life is even for, we will be prone to slump our shoulders and collapse in a sea of tears and hopelessness, which is not 
the life that our creator wants for us, right? So I just want to highly encourage you to spend some quiet moments this week, just you, and define your values. Write them out on paper. I find that really helpful. I think that it's been proven over and over again that the more we write something down or say it and do it, we retain that information and kind of let it sink in even more. So it's just helpful to do that. So ask yourself, what do you believe about the world? about your place in the world and your role. What do you believe about truth and forgiveness? I could go on and on, but the point is to sit down in reflective solitude and go to God in prayer with all of your kind of fogginess and any unanswered questions or bits of life that you can't quite figure out and ask for clarity. Dig into his word for more answers. He promises that all we need is there and that he is truth. So we can take great comfort in that. Leo Tolstoy said, truth, like gold, is to be obtained not by its growth, but by washing away from it all that is not gold. This is such a helpful way to think about truth, especially when it comes to defining your values and making sure you know where you stand on morality issues and what your priorities are in life. What you believe directly impacts how you live and the choices you make, right? Define your family. Maybe take some moments to think about that. What is your family about? Like, who do you want your kids to become? Now, I'm not talking about I would like them to become a doctor or whatever. I'm, I'm talking about the traits that you want them to have and the qualities that you want to teach them, you know, the integrity you want them to have. And then the tough part of this conversation today, be willing to go through the refining process as you work through like defining and knowing for sure what you believe and then receiving more clarity and moving forward with confidence. So I will dive deeper into what the refining part looks like, but let's examine for a moment how gold is extracted and refined. So I will, I will tag all of the notes for this in the show notes because I did not know a lot of this information before this episode. I was really excited to, to dig in and um, dig in. It's kind of a pun, unintentional pun. <laughs> dig in and learn more about this because I knew there'd be just so much we could learn from in investigating this process and relating it to our lives. So with gold, right? First, they remove the gold-bearing rock from the ground. That's the first step. And then it says to isolate pure gold, mining companies use a complex extraction process. The first step in this process is breaking down large chunks of rock into smaller pieces. At a mill, large machines known as crushers reduce the ore to pieces no larger than road gravel. The gravel-like material then enters rotating drums filled with steel balls. In these drums, the ore is ground to a fine slurry or powder. Okay, can we picture that? Next, mill operators thicken the slurry with water to form pulp and run the pulp through a series of leaching tanks. Leaching dissolves the gold out of the ore and then they often use like a a solvent like cyanide which is combined with oxygen. And then as the oxygen and cyanide react chemically, gold in the pulp dissolves. This is kind of complicated, but when workers introduce small carbon grains to the tank, the gold adheres to carbon. Okay, and then they say filtering the, the pulp through screens separates the gold-bearing carbon. So stick with me. This is getting, this gets super cool. Smelting, which results in nearly pure gold, involves melting the negative terminals in a furnace at about 2100 degrees Fahrenheit. When the, wor- when the workers add a chemical mixture known as flux to this molten material, the gold separates from the metal used to make the terminals, and then the workers pour off the flux and then the gold. And then, okay, then those molds are used to transform the liquid gold into solid bars. And here's the last part. The final stage of gold production 
Refining involves removing impurities that remain after the smelting process. Wow, so amazing. Refining companies um, reliquify the metal so it has to turn to liquid again. And then they add some things to the molten metal and separates the pure gold from it again. And then a sample is taken to the lab and then they test like how pure the gold is. And that gets it about 99.9% pure. Okay, so this, <laughs> this process is rich with meaning for us, isn't it? Can you tell where we're headed now? <laughs> so, okay, so let's relate this refining process to motherhood. I feel like the first part where it's, you know, the rock removal could be applied to, let's say, marriage. When you get married, you separate, you are removed from your family of origin and joined with your husband in marriage, and then you're going to form a new unit, right? <laughs> the two become one. The extraction is not easy peasy lemon squeezy as my six-year-old loves to say. It hurts. Yes, it can be exciting and glorious at first, but there are inevitably pains and discomforts when you learn how to become one with someone, right? The next part in the process, the breaking down and crushing can happen anytime after this. It could be a painful loss or losses, a betrayal of trust from a friend, an abrupt and unexpected job change, a mean-spirited relative acting out against you, your own hopes and dreams being crushed, your faith in God waning because of a painful or traumatic experience, a devastating health diagnosis, and the list goes on. I'm trusting that you know exactly what it is for you right now. These crushing blows in life can either leave us decimated, tiny pieces of gravel who just lay on the ground defeated and discouraged forever, or this crushing experience could be the first step in God's refining work in our lives so that we can come out pure and gleaming gold boasting in his faithfulness. C.S. Lewis stated, life with God is not immunity from difficulties, but peace in difficulties. Let's remember our example here that not only is the rock crushed, it's then put into these rotating drums with steel balls that pummel it down into a fine powder. If you're like me, you can think of a person or a situation right now in your life that is your you know, steel ball, quote unquote. <laughs> I'm saying that a little bit tongue in cheek, but, but in all seriousness, this is so true in life. It's kind of like, you're pummeling me, man. <laughs> it's like, well, that person or that thing that keeps coming at you and just making life rough for you. Sometimes you'll just go through the most disappointing, heartbreaking situation and you're feeling very weary and hopeless. And then Someone or something else happens and it whirls you around and around some more like in that rotating drum and breaks you down into powder. Earlier this year, I found that I was waking up every day stressed about a certain situation and like what could happen and it gave me an upset stomach. I experienced headaches and I had trouble sleeping. But you know what? All of my worry was not accomplishing anything. I finally got to a point where I realized and I was very humbled at this point that I had to surrender this burden to God and stop carrying it myself. Like the difficulty I was supposed to go through that felt like it was pummeling me and just boom, boom, boom. It was just that. It was a difficulty. It was breaking me down so that I could become pure, a better Hannah, not the I'm trying and striving and pushing through on my own Hannah, right? <laughs> Next with gold, the thickening with water comes, the leaching process. I find this one very intriguing. And since I am not a metal worker, <laughs> of course, I had to research this a little more. Again, this analogy is dripping with meaning and application. So the gold is thickened with water. Water is 
very often likened to the word of God too, like in throughout scripture. And the leaching happens with chemicals like cyanide. Again, think of the toxic people or circumstances that you may encounter in this life, but it's all to dissolve the gold. So again, we are reduced to liquid. Now, if you've heard of the word dross, I find this word very fascinating too in this process of refining gold. It's the scum or the unwanted material that forms on the surface of molten metal. So as they're breaking this down, the junk, you know, like that's not supposed to be in the gold comes to the surface. So this word for dross can also mean like waste or foreign matter, like something that wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. And again, this is mind blowing to me as we relate it to motherhood and just who we are as women. Letting God refine us and burn away our impurities means that some scum is going to rise to the surface as he's working. (laughs) He needs to be able to remove that so that we can be made completely pure, which is awesome, but it may mean that he needs to get rid of the stuff that was not even supposed to ever be in our lives. I mean, it's just, as I was pondering this, I thought, oh my goodness, this is so so true. So the world around us is screaming messages all the time. You should do this. You should do that. You should believe this. You should accept that. But at the end of the day, we have to know deep in our hearts that our beliefs are grounded in the truth. We have to be willing to hold fast to that truth, no matter what stormy winds of trendy new ideas, you know, float our way. I have been, this is kind of a side note, but I have been shocked at the resurgence of magic, tarot cards, astrology, and Eastern mysticism in pop culture, even leaking quite heavily into Christian culture. So we have to be wise and discerning about all of this because there's so many things trying to pull at our attention and ultimately steal our foundation and our hope and our joy. The smelting and melting that happens when gold is almost finished must be so intense, right? They say it was super hot, like 2100 degrees Fahrenheit hot. And this speaks to me of the fiery tests and trials we go through in matters of faith or family or just keeping our integrity, right? Holding on to our faith and trusting the process, walking one foot in front of the other despite the intense heat on our faces, knowing that we will come out stronger in the end. That's hard, but it's, it's, it's good. It's right. This takes courage and perseverance and hope and tenacity. We mamas need to apply that mama bear strength that we have deep within and our that fierceness, you know, to our own refining process in life and hold on even when it's ragingly hot and it's uncomfortable and we feel like we're done. We can't take it anymore. So remember this part, it said when the workers add a chemical mixture known as flux to the molten material, the gold separates from the metal used to make the terminals and then workers pour off the flux and then the gold. I thought that was interesting too, right? Flux. Are you ready for this one? (laughs) This application? Often our lives will go through significant changes to allow the full refinement that's supposed to happen. Flux can mean change, right? Isn't that amazing? So we say things like I'm in flux right now or my situation or my job or whatever is in flux. Well, applied to this gold process, it could mean in this refining process that God is allowing changes in our lives to keep us growing. An example here could be you make a decision to end an abusive relationship that's hurting you. It could mean a change that's hard but good, like cutting ties with a bad influence, like a bad friend or something. It could mean choosing to be sober when you've struggled with addictions. It could mean a move, a physical move where you pick up and go somewhere else. 
And it's hard and it's scary, but you just do it because it's part of that refining. It could mean a job change. These are so many possibilities, but I just thought that was interesting to think about flux, you know, like that's so cool. Like they pour off the flux and then the gold is like, boom, <laughs> right there. But it could mean some changes. And lastly, the ref in the refining process with gold, it involves removing the impurities that remain after the smelting process. And oh my goodness, this is just an ongoing hallmark of life. I find there's one more reliquifying, and I can't believe how many times the gold is broken down and then it's finally done. So as I looked into this even more in the ancient way of taking impurities out of gold, it is said, this is a direct quote <laughs> that I will link to. It is said that you should periodically remove the crucible from the furnace and skim the impurities off the surface of the molten gold. Stir the gold after each removal of dross and before returning it to the furnace, repeat this process until dross stops rising to the surface. Oh my goodness. Repeat this process till dross stops rising to the surface. Am I the only one, right? This is so good. <laughs> this was like, it was one of those moments where I feel like a light bulb and a huge, like, oh, this application is incredible. So this speaks to me, of course, of daily searching our hearts and making sure that no toxic junk is seeping in. We mamas need to have clearly defined who we are, what we believe, so we can teach our kids too, and then let the refining process happen in our lives, no matter how hard it is. So defining and refining and trust the process, friends. With my situation that I was stressing about that I mentioned earlier, it turned out that God had the perfect plan, much better than mine as he always does, and he was caring for me and helping me grow every step of the way. So instead of giving you some tips and a takeaway, I thought for this episode, you could just ponder with me and think about a couple of things. So I'll just toss them out there. Just identify for a moment what stage you might be in, you know, the crushing, the leaching, the smelting, the pouring, or the refining. And then kind of think through what the purpose in that could be for you and like what is supposed to happen. What is the kind of dross and yuckiness that maybe needs to rise to the surface and get skimmed off and taken off so that you can be more pure gold, right? Isn't that just a beautiful picture of refinement though? It's like, yes, it's hard and you feel crushed and you feel broken down. And just when you feel like you can't be beat up anymore with life or just like a struggle or something, you go in those steel, <laughs> with the steel ball and the rotating drums and you're like, bam, 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 and there's more. But in the end, you come out just this pure, gleaming, shining example of grace, literally through the fire. And so I just want your hearts to be encouraged today, my friends. I don't know where you're at in this process. I think the refining continues our whole life, whole life long. But I just want to encourage you that if you're in a season of heavy, heavy, you know, pummeling and feeling like this is just not going to let up, Remember the end goal and the end is that refinement and that purity. And so I don't know. I just, that was heavy on my heart to share with you today. And I don't even have like a bumblebee moan or anything else to share. I just felt like that is what I was supposed to share. And I hope that this gives you encouragement and hope, even if you're in the midst of a very fiery, intensely hot trial. You know what I'm saying? So just feel free to reach out to me if you ever need more support or you want to talk it through a little bit more. You can reach out with direct messages on Instagram or Facebook or email me. It's hannah at sundayafternoonmama.com. Okay, so be encouraged. Well, that will wrap up this week's episode of Sunday Afternoon Mama. Be sure to tune in next week. And please, if you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend or family member so they can check it out too. Good old fashioned word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the news. Come visit sundayafternoonmama.com and follow me on Instagram and Facebook. 
I'll be back with you again next week. In the meantime, I'm seeking joy and peace with you so that we can be better mamas together. Take a deep breath and smile. You've got this. Bye for now, sweet friends.